Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. This time, we're heading back to Camp Pleasant for Season 2 of Killer Camp. Killer Camp Season 2, Episode 8. The last time we may utter the words Killer Camp Season something, because this could well be the very end of Killer Camp. The fact that it's not aired fully in the US yet would suggest that this may be the last ever episode. It would be a shame not to have Bobby on our screens, Bobby and Bruce on our screens anymore, but this is it. We're reminded at the very start of this final episode that 15 campmates came to Camp Pleasant, albeit drip-fed because only 13 arrived and then two came very late. Nine have been killed. We're also reminded of some of those clues. There are six campmates remaining. Bella, SJ, Gabe, Mora, Kobe and Jada. Bella and Mora have been suspected the most throughout and at the end of the last episode we thought that Bella may be too obvious, Gabe was too immersed, Kobe was too new and SJ having given Gabe immunity meant that he probably wasn't the killer. That led us to our final predictions which were Mora for me and Jada for you. I've got to hand it to you mate, came in clutch but... That was good and it finally after, well I, I think I... I've picked every single person <laughs> apart from Jada over the last seven episodes. <laughs> to be fair, so with the camp. That's exactly what had happened, wouldn't it? it? It was very much one of those, it all came together at the end for you and for them. We get their video montage, I am not the killer. And along with those videos, we also got them explaining why they think each other are the killers. Um, not the band, the killers, that'd be fucking mental. <laughs> Yeah, especially this late on. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. Um, to be his, just, like, what's his just, name? Brand, Brandon, Brandon Flowers. Flowers just, to, yeah, <laughs> just to mix it up, we've, we've added potential other killers. <laughs> I do like that Bobby gets to have a go as well. Last season, I think he said, I am Bobby and I'm not the killer. This se- series it was. My name's Bobby and I wish I knew who the killer was. No one will tell me. Do you think that's the case? He probably doesn't know until that very last. I, like I've said before, I think he... Sh- can't know until near the end. No, no, it's got to be in that last, probably around the fireside. Especially the amount of like sort of improv he does. It mm. can be very easy to let something slip or. Uh, oh, definitely. Imagine he's like, is the killer going to stand up? And then he's <laughs> staring directly at Jada. <laughs> Bobby welcomes them to their final day and we catch up with all the campmates. They talk a bit about Cyrus' death. Gabe tells Bella that she needs to put more effort in to prove that she isn't the killer. SJ thinks they need to come together to work collectively, which is fine, but one of them is going to be sabotaging, so it's very difficult to come together as a group. They head to the game field to play their final cash game. Kobe isn't feeling well, so he doesn't take part. Do you think glandular fever? That's the kissing disease, isn't it? It's like, it's a bit sus, isn't it, that he's hooked up with someone and now he's feeling unwell. Mm. He didn't feel unwell for that long, did he? No, like, I don't... Do you think you just couldn't be bothered? Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? You come into camp, you spend like 48 hours there, and then suddenly you can't compete, but then two hours later, you're better. I don't know what's going just on. Wanted to, just wanted to lie in, didn't he? Do you think whoever did put him in that late must now be thinking, fucking hell, he's not even there for 100% of the time. <laughs> he, you know, we, we, he's only in for two days, and everyone else is in for like eight or nine, and he's not even in for two days. Anyway, we're reminded that the killer's got quite the prize pot, 17,000 to win if they can fool the others, and that the campers have almost 20 as they head into their final cash game, Dead Zone. Don't know why I said it like that. Um, 
Anyway, it's another slip and slide, and we've said before they love it. They don't do they? love a slip. And they slide. love a slip and slide. You can't just have a normal like skill game um, or puzzle. It's got be, well anything they ha- have to do. Should we just make it slippery? Should we just should make we them fall over? And yeah, yeah, soap down. Yeah, crack on. They need to catch balls in a bucket that are fired from a catapult. And on the in this task, mate, the prize pot is twelve thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Again, is this like an oversight? They're like, shit, we haven't been given enough cash away on the games. We've got like 12 and a half grand left. Yeah, just put it all in the last game. Just put it exactly, exactly. Well, they're not renting the lake again, are they? The, the lake's <laughs> out the question. It's out. I think, we, I think we were right in the last one where we said there's Legionnaires or something like that. The prize pot's way better, isn't it, than last series? It didn't feel like enough in the last series. But well, How much was last series? I can't, I can't think it'd be like between them. It's this is like 50K, 50 grand, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. SJ doesn't think there'll be any sabotage from the killer today. And uh, immediately after his comments on that, we see Mora catching the balls, like doing well in a task for once, yeah. which you think, oh, obviously it's edited that way. We know that Mora isn't the killer at this one, well, not at this point, but we know now. So it isn't exactly sus, but it's very much one of those, the producers have clearly, or whoever's edited the episode has clearly gone, right, we need this bit to show that um, Mora is actually putting in a lot more effort. And she's going absolutely mad at the end of her turn. Like she knows yeah, how well she's done. So happy. Bella the same as well. They're they're both ecstatic because of how well they've done. And I think talking about the editing of how the episode's put together, where you've got Gabe falling over and you've got that sound that he makes repeating over the music. I'm gonna yeah. cut that in because that was brilliant. I thought it was over when the timer ended. And thankfully, that was just for the Red Bulls because there was like two minutes 30 on the clock. And they're like, right, that's the end. But then they moved on to the Yellow Bulls and then eventually they swapped over. There wasn't a lot to report on this task overall other than it being quite difficult, really. Even when they swapped roles, you know, where the people that were catching swapped to operate the... Uh, I thought, oh, here we go. You know, Gabe's going to get on one and show him how, how it's all done. But no, it's, it's not very easy to... It is quite easy to sabotage if you wanted to, though, because you could not do a very good shot over to someone. Yeah, again, Mora flew one right into the air, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> and you think, oh, hold, hold on. The highlight of this really was SJ saying that he's always good with slippery balls. SJ did a phenomenal job catching balls. You know what? I am always good with slippery balls. He was good. And he was. He was very good. So Bella, SJ and Gabe all come together to get a couple of the yellow balls towards the end. And Bella, we mentioned how sort of animated she was. she became more than she has all like this seemed like genuine emotion from her mm. rather than the other times where she's been a bit upset and things like that i've not necessarily bought into whereas this she she was she was very excited their final totals then the killer has got almost 26 grand and the campers have got 24 grand and as i say these are these are quite big pots to um that's not a bad split really is it and no exactly if there's if there's five people at the end that are going to take well almost five grand each it's, it's not bad for most of the games are weighted towards the killer anyway. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you'd find it hard to keep it together at this point, wouldn't you? That would you not What, as as the killer? As the killer learn that you're gonna win twenty six grand if if this if you if you can get through the the afternoon and evening, you're gonna take home twenty six grand. You think yeah, that's true. Fuck. But Jada clearly couldn't couldn't do enough. Anyway, after the game, Kobe is back. Mora suggests that the game was a plot twist. And she's done that a lot. Mora's caused a lot of suspicion on herself or brought a lot of it on herself. One by, you know, 
clearly not sabotaging games, but not doing very well in the games. But she's also like, oh, this is a plot twist. And it's like, what, that you're doing well? That's not, you know, and oh, I've got to clearly do better. And later on, we'll mention it in, in a bit anyway, but where she talks about brainwashing others to think it's Jada. And it's like, no, wrong choice of phrase there. You shouldn't be saying you're trying to brainwash. Yeah, you're, you're looking suspect. <laughs> yeah. She's now calling out Jada. Maura's now calling out Jada because Jada's called her out a lot over the course of the whole series. Uh, and because Maura is sus of Jada, Bella is now sus of Maura. I've put future might well know, but I love that no one's really certain at this point as to who is the killer until we get to the end in the final. No, I think which... I, I think it's the three girls are the most suspected, aren't they? Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Bobby's mum making an entry was a turn up for the books. <laughs> That's such a strange little, wasn't it? Just like sketch. <laughs> oh, this show, man, this show. But it's like there's nothing. It was like no lore. Like, we haven't seen it before. It was just like right last episode. We'll have like five seconds of a homage to Psycho. <laughs> yeah, Bobby, Bobby, with his beard still in his mum's wig. Like, what <laughs> yeah. is going on? Yeah, in a rocking chair, isn't it? Yeah, mad. They're now called back to the dorms for another hunt through Bruce's cabin. Once again, to win some clues. I, I love this bit. Like, they don't do this enough. Like I've said before, like, not just into his house, but there should be other stuff that's... Most of the games should be around, like, based around getting scared or in the dark or the woods. Yeah, or like, Definitely. Like, the lakes, sack all the lake stuff off. Yeah. Unless there's someone in the lake pulling you under, get rid, <laughs> get rid of it. Get rid of it. It's just health and safety is just different in... Uh, yeah, yeah. Lithuania. <laughs> Do what you want. Bruce is Bobby's stepbrother then. So previously I said we didn't know. Then we found out that Bruce called, or Bobby called Bruce his brother. And now he's saying about stepbrother. I, I honestly think he's making it up as he's going along. Yeah, probably. Quite probably. They've probably gone, oh, actually, we've already mentioned that we he had a, a brother called Robbie. Wasn't it Bobby and Robbie or something? Yeah. So now we're going to have to say that he's a stepbrother. They're like someone's reading into the law. Maura and Bella are heading into Bruce's place. And I thought, one of them is bound to be the kid. If, if, they, if they get noisy, if they start triggering things or making mm-hmm. a lot of noise, then one of them is sabotaging because this is the there's 26k on the table. You do not want anyone to have any clues at the end of this. And I thought if they were really quiet and sneaking around and doing really well, then perhaps Jada is the killer. You'd absolutely want to sabotage it, wouldn't you? If, if, you, know, if, you, if you were the killer in this situation and you could, you'd do all you can to sabotage in this late hour, I think. When they enter the cabin, the first thing they see is a Ouija board and are told to burn some pictures, which triggers it to start moving. It spells the word P-O-E and Kobe suggested it might be Edgar Allan Poe. They head to the bookshelf and find a book by him, presumably The Raven. Is it called The Raven? The one yeah, that the, the Raven, Simpsons yeah. took on in Treehouse of Horror. Obviously, you knew that Simpsons episode before you knew that. Though, didn't you? Without a doubt. Without yeah, a doubt. 100%. I think a lot of pop culture, especially for our age, we, you learn from the we learn from the Simpsons and then realize what it's from. Absolutely right. Absolutely. All, in fact, all of the Treehouses of Horrors. I think even like The Shining, yeah, things like that. Simpsons first. Yeah, you learn it all. In and adults back at at that you know early nineties, adults would have just understood the reference, whereas we didn't. And then you, as you learn it, you think, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. Anyway, they head to the bookshelf and find a book by Edgar Allan Poe. 
uh, and others drop out and Bella screams so loudly. <laughs> like last time they were talking about there's, I don't, you know, they were talking about the, the, the decibel meter in the last one. Mm-hmm. The fact that Bruce is asleep in the cabin at this point, I don't think it makes any difference. I think you're always going to chase, get chased after clue four. Oh, it definitely. doesn't matter. It, it's not about being quiet because Bella screamed the place down. Anyway, they find a clue and they burn another photo. This time, does it spell like ZZZ or something? Is it just the, the snoring yeah. slash sleeping yeah. thing? So they head to the bed where Bruce is asleep. Once again, Bella screams really loudly. He doesn't wake up. He just moves a little bit. But Gabe correctly points out that there's a combination lock next to the bed. And Bobby calls him out for being smart. The look on Gabe's face at that point is fucking yeah, what, gold. What did he say? He's, um, he said, oh, that, that's surprising. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. No, guys, it's a combination. Okay, there's a, a drawer right next to the bed. Gabe, we're being very smart right now. That is surprising. They open the lock and there's a drawer full of bugs. Maura is actually doing really well. And I, I started to write her off here because I thought she's really going for it. The fact that Bella wasn't willing to do anything other than hold a light. Anyway, they get another clue, head back to the Ouija board, and it spells frame. There's a photo frame with a hole behind it. And behind there, find some more clues where Maura puts her hand in. So they've now got three. The next word they get is wash. So they head to the bathroom. Noise clearly isn't a thing. They are so loud. Turn the shower on. There's a clue in the soap. That's quite cool, actually. That the clue mm-hmm. is in the bar of soap. That's neat. I love how Bella's just, just, just hid behind Maura all the time. Though. Oh, yeah. She just does not like this at all. At all. Maura absolutely decks it on the scramble as Bruce wakes up and they start to get chased. That must have hurt, mate. Jesus. It must have hurt because it's the dark in the dark as well. Yeah, she just slammed. Slams into the wall. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I've, I've put my notes that Maura just absolutely stacks it. Yeah, and Bella said that she was screaming internally. I don't think it was internal. <laughs> Does she mean in the house? Rather than, like that, that was definitely external. Did you see there was a new VHS on top of the TV? Oh, was there? No, I didn't. I didn't know. It was um, Paranormal Captivity. Like, it's a very very long stretch i'm getting um yeah it's not i'm getting getting more and more pulled away from this series <laughs> so they they leave the house run back to the cabin yeah it's the daylight obviously yeah of course but they've only got four clues again yeah where is this fifth clue elusive fifth clue never got it have they never got it no because bruce always wakes up is it time limit then is that or what? the suspense maybe there never is maybe because last time they went in, they didn't get a fifth clue either, did they? Because the fourth clue was the dog, dog hole. hole yeah. But then were they, were they, would the would the final clue send them back in? But no, I think it's bullshit. I just don't think there are four clues. I don't think there are five clues. Yeah. It's a lot, in it? Five clues is a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much. After this task, I think Maura's somewhat redeemed herself. And this is where I started to turn and think, I don't think she can be the killer anymore. They read the final clues. The killer is a fan of the singing duck. Now, later on, this gets corrected about it being Drake, which that's fucking brilliant, the singing duck. Yeah, it's very clever. The fact that Jada has a duck that she took from a challenge earlier on and called it Coco, which is a movie about music. Oh my God, that's a good link. That was a pure coincidence. It was a pure coincidence, yeah, yeah. The killer is a poser and Jada is a model. It's not looking good for her at this point, is it? It really isn't. The killer is loopy. Don't really know what that relates to and we don't find out. And then, I don't know. The killer fears the highs but loves the monarch. What the fuck does that even mean? 
Like, fear's the highs, she might be scared of heights, but they didn't explain that clue, no. But also, they didn't do anything involving heights, so unless you got that information out of her, there was no way to... No, good point. Like, unless she was shitting herself on a zip wire or something like that. But which which 50% of them would be anyway. Yeah. Nah, didn't didn't make any sense. But then they did go to um, Gabe and say, aren't you the monarch or something along those lines? So I really don't quite get what it means. At this point, we've got 20 minutes left of this final episode. We've completed all the tasks and the rest is all suspicion in accusations. So it's very much right. Strap yourselves in. This is going to be to and fro, throwing about, you know, um, suspects and some guesswork. Maura tries to convince SJ and Bella that Jada is sus because Gabe is always immune. Kobe is too new. Yeah, which is basically what I said. Exactly that. She then tells the counsellor's office that she's tried to brainwash them about it being Jada. Such a weird choice of words. It is, it is. And it should have been more, I tried to convince them. Or persuade them. Than, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I put that, I, I, this was the moment that you realise the killer is definitely, definitely one of the women. And we said at the end of the last one, that's why we went with. Bella was still on my radar a little bit, but it had to be one of the women. The final vote is upon us. Bobby calls them down as Bruce walks past with his axe, which is foreshadowing for the very end. And I didn't realise that when I wrote it down. But it's quite cool that you get a glimpse of Bruce with the axe on his back. I think, oh, okay. There was a defining bit that made me definitely sure it was Jada. Mm -hmm. And that was because Moira, Moira, Moira. Moira. (laughs) <laughs> Moira, it's episode eight. I'm still saying that she was straight after Jada. As soon as she had the opportunity, she was straight after Jada. Yeah, yeah. It was very like strong with like that's who I think it is. And you could say, well, that's killer behavior because you're trying to like save yourself right at the end. But then when it went to Jada, Jada was basically saying, well, all the clues could pick to like could link to different people. Yeah, she was, and, and I, it yeah. was really fluffy still. Tenuous, and I think, yeah. and I think if you know, it's it's getting decided in the next five minutes. You just need to go for someone. Yeah. She should have been like, well, no, it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely Bella. Bella or more. Clyde thought it was Bella. Like, Gabe think it, thought it was Bella. These are the clues that look at Bella. You know, and, just, and just pick on someone. Yeah. But instead, she was like, oh, it could apply to anybody. Well, it's like, no, that's... You're not even trying. That's a really good point. You know? And like you say, Gabe is 100% locked in now. He hasn't told us who he, who he thinks, mm-hmm. but he's, he's locked in. Maura says she's ready to tell Jada that she thinks she's the killer. Bella is still just claiming innocence, which fair play, you, you know, you've, you've got to be. SJ says he's really nervous. And Kobe says, um, I don't know what Kobe said. <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> so Kobe said something along the lines of, uh, it means a lot. We've put a lot into this or something. And I'm thinking, yeah, you've been there 50 hours, mate. It must have been really grueling. <laughs> is that how long he's been there? Well, maybe, maybe 70. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. He's only been there for three episodes, two, three episodes. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. We're at the campfire. Final 17 minutes of the show left. Quite a dramatic ending. Bobby has his two bags of cash. Why don't they just agree to kill Bobby and split the cash between them? That's the thing. Why has there always got to be two bags? Yeah, it doesn't. One bag and then the top up if the killer wins. Anyway, the killer's made it through every task so far without being suspected, which is quite remarkable. We're reminded about all the other deaths, which eventually we may put into some sort of order with dick rocket at the very top because nothing was going to beat that and last week's death at the very bottom with the gnomes i say last week's these episodes are coming out at the same time so maybe about 25 minutes ago or so bobby asks them to tell everyone who they suspect maura is all in on jada gives a good account but jada does also come back fairly strong saying or claiming innocence basically 
SJ is next and says he's struggling to separate friendship from the game. Gabe tells us he's been suspecting SJ and Bella, but some had gone under the radar. Doesn't reveal at this point still who he's choosing. Kobe bought into Bella's acting last night and Bella is beginning to call out Jada because her, Gabe and Jada have been out all out on a killer walk and have all come back. But she knows it's not her and is convinced it's not Gabe. Therefore, it must be Jada. Smart. Yeah, and it's it's nails because they've got a history of voting off the wrong person. And it does look like Jada's time might be up. But with Maura being so vocal and being so defensive, I was thinking, this could this come back and bite her in the arse? But at the end, it was always going to be between Jada and Maura. Bella, fair play to her, sat back and let them two go at each other yeah. before they were writing their names. So which made it, it had to be between those two. And I thought, imagine at this point, it turned out to be SJ. <laughs> oh, been fantastic. It would have been brilliant, wouldn't it? They uh, they write down who the killer or the, who they think the killer is. Bella's voted for Jada. Mora for Jada. Jada obviously voted for Mora. It's so tense at this point. Gabe has voted for cooked pasta sticking to the wall, which made me laugh that he said, "Oh, this the clues stick to this person like cooked pasta sticks to the wall." Jada he voted for, but he also wrote R.I.P. Uh, Clyde on his um did he I on his chalkboard. That. Yeah. SJ's voted for Jada, so it's curtains for her, and she is charged with being the killer. They asked Kobe, not that it matters, but it's a clean sweep, also voted for Jada. When asked if she is the killer, she revealed that long pause. Very long pause. <laughs> as soon as that long pause comes in, she's definitely the killer. Oh, 100%. We have to know. Jada, are you the killer? I'm at a loss for words. Fantastic. Brilliant. None of them can believe it. You'd think they'd be buzzing because they've just won all that money. And we see clips of how she sabotaged. But did she or did she just let the games well, play even, out? Exactly. And I've, I've, I think we've said before, I would just let the play, games play out because they're yeah. so hard anyway. And people will inherently mess up. And she got a, and she away with a lot because early on, yeah, she said, Maura, you've really helped me out. Yeah, that's a scapegoat. Absolutely. Yeah. And the clues were mainly around she's a Pisces, she hates maths, and she loves Drake. That's good. That's good. Well, she I, I say Bobby said that she played such a good game and even such started clapping. Game. And I thought, why is no one else clapping? Because <laughs> you've just won 5K. Yeah, too And right. she did play a good game. Yeah, and I think the after party, you'd very much be like, fair play, you smashed it. Yeah. When asked who did she like killing, Gabe and Bella both saying, thank you for killing Kaylee. <laughs> That was fantastic. Was there anyone you really liked killing? Where you were like, thank God I don't have to talk to that person anymore? No. Kaylee for me. Kaylee for me. Thank you for that. Thank you. They appreciate you killing Kaylee. That's some proper bad blood there, aren't they? It really is. And the way she killed people as well, she killed Basil because he thought it was Maura and he wanted to, she wanted to keep Maura in for longer. Jada voted for Maura the week that Lexi was killed, but because Lexi got the group vote, Lexi met her fate, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, it went very like well in her favour. Yeah. Jordan was taken out to put pressure onto Clyde, which I thought was clever as well. 
And apparently, this is all because of her acting classes, she's learned emotion, emotional recall, which means that she can, you know, bring some of her saddest memories to the forefront of her brain. And <laughs> cry on demand. demand. Amazing. Absolutely Fantastic. amazing. It's quite sad, though, because, yeah, Bella even asks then if... Uh, Are you even my friend? If she's truly a friend, yeah. Which is quite really sad. Yeah, and it does sound like she says no. <laughs> yeah, because she's there, like, crying, shaking her head. Yeah, yeah. And then doesn't Gabe call her out again, though, going, oh, this is probably emotional recall. <laughs> the gang win the money. Kobe probably doesn't deserve the full amount. but Is he getting the full amount? Yeah, maybe not. Two two days and one, one in bed. Um, yeah. <laughs> of all the people that you want to hand that money to next to the fire, it isn't Mora, surely. <laughs> but to be fair, it was Mora that did all the piecing together at the end, I think. Gabe was 100% certain as well, Hundo P. But... It felt like Mora was the one that pulled it all together. Jada, despite doing well, has been exposed as a killer. Bobby tells her a happy story. Jada, you did so well. You played an amazing game. You should be proud of yourself. Well, you have been exposed as a killer. Do you want to hear a happy story for a change? Yeah. Once upon a time, five campers left Camp Pleasant. They left with friendship, hope, and a duffel bag full of cash. They had their whole lives ahead of them, which is more than I can say for some people. Throwing the money out of the truck by the rest of the group doesn't seem like a good idea. About, ten, about 10k go then. Yeah. That's all Kobe's. They're like, Kobe, that's all yours. <laughs> Although you just throw it out the back. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just to make up for the days that you lost. The sick day. And uh, Bobby leaves Jada at the fireside as Bruce comes along and axes her through the head. Credits roll. Satisfying ending? Yeah, I, you know, I think the season picked up the more it went on. Yeah, it sure did. With the exception of the deaths. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah ex- with the exception of the deaths. And I think I like, I, you know, I started to like the characters. I said characters, the people, <laughs> um, a lot more. And it, it's strange that we've said before, how US TV works, that they haven't just played out the rest. Yeah, yeah, it's so strange. People, I saw people commenting on it and saying how like, it's unusual that they haven't just aired it, considering how the CW is notorious for having shit TV. Air, air, like, air like two episodes a night and just get it done with if you have mm. to. It just seems strange. like Because a lot of them are American, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So in theory, I mean, there's always ways and means of watching stuff. But they haven't even watched it. No, I think a lot. Yeah, a lot of these guys have um, have moved back to, also oh, moved over. Like Gabe is in Bristol, apparently, something like is that. He? I think so. So there's there's quite a few. That's Why the not? other thing that we used to do, like summary episodes of these series. But <laughs> I can't be bothered to get a look. Should we see if we can get onto the uh, the death team? You know, the the team that come up with the creative deaths for the next uh, for the next series. Yeah, but then after like half an hour, then what do we do? <laughs> yeah, here are eight deaths that are better his than eight, the eight his that you eight had deaths I've reeled off the top of my head. It's strange that he didn't use the lake for like later episodes. Yeah, didn't use it for the last two. Didn't use it for the. Uh, it's almost like when because we get into the latter parts of your holiday. Maybe it's like you know when you used to go on holiday as a kid. 
and your mom would be like, oh, no, we're not swimming on the last day because then it would be wet gear. We're not putting all the wet kit in the suitcases. Or... Yeah, you got to fly home soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not uh, fly. I mean, we had sort of, we staycations. So I, I didn't, like, I didn't travel, a, I didn't travel abroad like you. Um, I went to jet set. But, yeah, that maybe that's what it was. They didn't want to take wet gear home on the plane. So, yeah, uh, they didn't go in their, uh, in their speedos for uh, speedos and bikinis for the last two days because they wanted to keep it all clean and dry. I mean, look, we've rattled that off in in half an hour. I don't know if there's a lot more to say. I don't know if there's a lot more to to go over uh, in terms of of Killer Camp. I think we've reflected on it well throughout the series. We've made our comments clear, and other than going over old ground around the deaths, around the the campers and things like that, I think we uh, we may be able to put it to bed. But what I would say is we probably need to talk about what the future looks like for us, for Jam Presents. And You're breaking up with me again. <laughs> you know, I said I started running and playing golf. Yeah. You're you creating a, 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 yeah. a golf running podcast. Yeah. So, um, is that what you do? You play golf and just run around the course? Yeah. You, you can do 18 holes in 35 minutes. Fuck, oh, that'd be horrible. All right. Oh. Before, before we leave, Killer camp on the chopping board on on, on <laughs> no. the uh, in the archive in the archive. A season one or season two as your favorite season two. Yeah, I I, I think the, the latter people. half of season two mm. I really connected with more and yeah. the people. I like the fact that they went into Bruce's house. That has always yeah added bonus definitely. And yeah, I just. But I think it's maybe some of the deaths in season one better. Better deaths, better soundtrack. But season two for the people, like the people are much more likable, I think. It's probably mm-hmm. the... Yeah. So. Anyway, right, back to it. What's next? Well, first of all, we need a break. We have had small breaks here and there between... This isn't like a Ross and Rachel break where you can go off and do other podcasts, by the way. This is very much a. What, we won't what if stopping. I've already done other podcasts? No, no one's fucking listening. <laughs> um, oh yeah, weren't you on Joe Rogan last week? Yeah, Joe Rogan was on my podcast last week. <laughs> um, Joe Rogan. So, where were we? Right, we're not taking a break from creating this stuff we are just taking a break from actually publishing it because we need to stack some we need to stack and schedule because this is a week on week thing this is becoming exhausting that we're trying to get episodes out the same week as they happen and we did that for murder island and it was right because we would record edit well no it was a no edit run but you know what i mean upload and put it on before midnight the night that the show aired we don't need to do that we've got the luxury of all of this being very slow and steady the fact that we're doing shows that were broadcast quite a while ago um i think the next thing that we look at is a a group of or we're looking at the pilot episodes of certain shows so i mentioned before there are shows that people have come to us and said you should do this next you should do that we know there are shows like the mole uh armchair detectives who done it from 1974 or whatever it may be there are even shows that are almost dramas but have got the air of mystery about them harper's island being one of them so there's shows that people have mentioned in the past and said you need to watch this the difficulty is is letting people 
see them because we don't want to create a podcast about a show that no one can access or only certain people in a certain country can access. So we're going to make sure that the shows that we cover are readily available. Yeah, it might, re- might require a subscription of some sort. If the show is on Netflix, then at least it's a lot more accessible, isn't it? And even people without Netflix can, can generally pick up a password off a mate or something like that. But yeah, I think we just need a a reasonable length of time between now and when we begin to publish because we really can only record one, maybe two at a push episodes a week. So that's where I think we go. I think also there are lots of other things that we want to pursue, lots of other things we want to do. We want to get out and about more. We want to go and see things. You're going to Comic Con in three weeks time or Mm so. Um, We've got EGX towards the end of the year. There are probably plenty of things in between. And also there are undoubtedly more shows coming up. I know there are things coming up on BBC. I know Murder Island, they're desperately trying to get a second series of that. So yeah, let's play it by ear. But we will be taking a short break. There will be things in between. I'm sure as soon as someone releases Ghostwatch 2, we'll be getting onto that. Fuck me how terrible that would be. But you imagine Ghostwatch 2? <laughs> there are plenty of things in between. We'll still remain active online. We'll still be you know, learning about more shows and, and certainly watching and recording stuff. I just think for the short time, we need to, to get some content before we, uh, before we try and head straight into the next series and, and lose ourselves. So when I said we needed a conversation about it, really, it was just me reeling <laughs> off what we've already said. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a conversation, it's just a statement. Yeah. No, I agree. Sounds good. <laughs> And that's I don't it. Know, I don't know if I'll be back. I'll, I'll be back with a different name, different voice. Yeah. Um, so this is season one, Jason, and you're going to replace me. And we're um, we'll be back with our next series, um, running and golfing. Um, I don't know what you'd call it, like golf run. I don't know. How original. Bo- bo- bogeys and listers. Eagle bogeys. But let's call it there, mate. We'll be cool. back soon. It, it 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 may feel like a long time, but it won't be. We'll be uh we'll be back on your not screens. What are they? Um, AirPods, e- earphones, headphones, speakers, Google Homes, all those devices that you listen to us through. We'll be back on those in the near future. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> And that is it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back after a short break with a brand new series. In the meantime, come and follow us on Twitter and head to jasonandmike.com for more content just like this.